John the 11th chapter from verse 1, NIV version. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. And when he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Bible Before Breakfast, Mildred King's Dogongo here. I told you we we're going to have a great time this week looking at the lives of Mary and Martha, two sisters. And now we introduce their brother. Mary and Martha had a great relationship with Jesus. In fact, they were so close that when their brother Lazarus was sick, the Bible tells us that they sent word to Jesus. And they told him, Lord, the one that you love is sick. So they were trying to tell him that one of your people needs you. Every time I read this story, there's so many things that run through my mind. And today we're not going to even get into the whole miracle of the resurrection. Maybe we'll get to that before the end of the week. But today something really, really, really struck me. And it's in the first few verses of this chapter. Lazarus was sick. And verse 3 tells us, So the sisters sent word to Jesus. And I started thinking, who do you call when you're in trouble? The sisters had a big problem on their hands. Their brother was sick. He wasn't dead yet. He was just ill. But they thought immediately to send word to Jesus. First of all, they had a relationship with Jesus. Secondly, they had a relationship with the people who had a relationship with Jesus. So today, my question really is, who do you call when you're in need? Who do you call when there's a disaster or an impending doom? Who do you call? Today, I also want us to consider the power of relationships. This scripture tells us the people that Mary and Martha were. First of all, they were the ones that hosted Jesus every time he came to Bethany. Remember we talked about it yesterday, how Martha invited him into her home and she decided to take care of him. And Mary would spend time with him, gisting, laughing. They were having conversations. They were having a great time. In fact, Jesus said, this is such a good time that we're having and it's so good for her soul that I'm not going to take this privilege from her. So Martha, you either join us or you quit complaining. They had that kind of relationship. In fact, they had such a great relationship that Martha could go to Jesus and say, Lord, don't you think this is unfair? Like she could speak freely with him and before him. So they had a great relationship. And when they sent word to Jesus, they said, the one you love is sick, meaning they knew that Jesus and Lazarus were very close. So I can imagine, I may be wrong, but I can imagine many evenings where Jesus would stop by in Bethany and he would sit outside in their back garden and Martha would bring out some food and Mary's just sitting beside him and him and Lazarus are laughing and you know there's just this 
playful banter going on and everyone is teasing everyone and Jesus will probably have one or two stories to tell them and just a great time they were like family so they valued relationship with Jesus secondly they must have had a good relationship with the people around him because they were able to send word to Jesus and the word got to him now I'm a pastor and I'm oftentimes very busy and so that means that to make things happen effectively in my life, I have to get people on staff who handle certain things. So for instance, I get invited a lot to minister in churches and I can't handle my calendar myself. And so in order not to make mistakes, I I have someone on my team who's in charge of itinerary. And so the person takes dates and matches them with times and makes sure that meetings don't clash. Now imagine you have a great relationship with that person and you've been trying to reach me. One of the things that will happen is most likely, now because everyone is you, I mean we're human, to be honest and to be fair, we're human. So if you have a great relationship with the person in charge of my itinerary, she's most likely going to give you good dates or she's going to tell you when I'm available so that you can get good dates or get dates for your meeting. And so these people were able to send word to Jesus. I know for a fact that Jesus was extremely busy. I know, because he was going about doing good, healing the sick, and casting out demons from all those who were oppressed by the works of Satan. So I know Jesus was busy. And he walked around a lot. He, He went from city to city, and the people would come out in multitudes to hear him teach. They would bring out their sick, so Jesus was busy. So I know that there must have been somebody on the team who was in charge of making sure that Jesus didn't slack on anything. I know Jesus had a strong system in place. But these girls were able to get word across to Jesus. And I believe it was possible because they valued relationship with people. Maybe they were close to Peter as well. Maybe it was John. I don't know. I do know that they were able to get word across to Jesus. So today, I want you to really sit down and think about the relationships in your life. The people that God has brought into your life, how have you treated relationships with them? If you love people, people usually respond with love. If you treat people as important or valuable, they usually reciprocate that feeling or that action. So my question is, that guy who opens the door at that office where you usually go to get a contract or you're trying to get a job there, how do you treat him? Do you storm past like he owes you to open that door? Maybe he does, but how about just saying good morning? How about just stopping for a minute and asking, how's your day? The secretary at the office you always stop by to do a job or the other how about greeting her with a smile and not acting like she doesn't exist you just walk up to the desk is your boss in no good morning no good afternoon no how was your day no hope you're having a good day and no thank you when she answers you relationships are important you need people in the day of trouble And so these women had a big problem on their hands. Their brother, maybe their only brother, because no one else was mentioned. 
their brother was sick. And they remembered, I have a relationship with Jesus and Jesus can help. So they sent word to Jesus. The good part is you can have a relationship with Jesus right now. In their day, Jesus was walking about as a man. In our day, Jesus is walking about as the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is here to help. Psalm 46, verse 1. It says, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. Think about that. He's always ready to help in times of trouble. In fact, other versions say he's a very present help in time of trouble. So when you have a challenge, who do you call? Do you call men first or do you call God first? These girls were smart. They called God first. This scripture is very clear that God wants to help us. He's very present. He's our refuge and he's our strength. He's a very present help in times of trouble. So whenever you need him, he's available to help you. He's willing and he's available to help you. So when you're in trouble, run to Jesus. Don't run to men. These girls knew it. They understood it. I have a question for you before I go. That situation that has been bothering you, have you prayed about it as much as you've talked about it? Because we spend so much time complaining about the situation and talking about it and never really reaching out to the one person who can help us. Jesus can help you. So reach out to him today. Honestly, I don't know how bad that situation is, but I don't think it's as bad as a brother who has been dead for four days. And Jesus said, this thing, it will not end in death. This sickness, it's not going to be the end. He says it's going to bring God's glory. So that situation you're going through, I guarantee you that it will bring God's glory. But you first have to call unto God. I want to read you the scripture. Deuteronomy 4 verse 7, the New Living Translation. It says, for what great nation has a God as near to them as the Lord our God is near to us whenever we call on him? The same God says, call unto me and I will answer you. That is such an amazing promise. Whenever you call, he will answer. So I'm asking you again, who do you call? Let's make this our confession this morning. I'm going to read to you Psalm 46 in the Passion Translation. And I'd like you to repeat after me. Make this your confession. God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble. More than enough and always available whenever I need you. So I will never fear. Even if every structure of support were to crumble away, I will not fear. Even when the earthquakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea, 
for the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode my faith in you. Amen. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Homebook.